Uh, if you've ever thought about recording a podcast, Anchor is the best way to do that. We use that for Boats and Does here. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Uh, Anchor has the tools you need to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or on your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all the listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. So if you've ever thought about it, download the Anchor app and go or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the Boats and Dose podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Ben. And Tyler. Man, it's a late one tonight. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. It's way past my bedtime. Yeah, it's past mine, too. <laughs> All I got to do is roll out of bed and put on a decent shirt. I don't even have Man. to change pants. I can still wear my PJ pants. Man. And I'm out of bed before And it's both late you. for me. <laughs> uh. I got to drive back. <laughs> uh. But, uh, so, today... What are we talking yeah. about? I think we're going to debate a little bit about the ethics of catch and release. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Spicy, right? It is. Mm. It is. I'm on we both sides. Gonna, we're going to upset somebody. Has anybody heard a fish scream? I've heard some fish croak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh. <laughs> okay, end the podcast. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Let's get with it short. <laughs> See y'all. Good night. <laughs> no, but so I... Re- <laughs> So I read this book. <laughs> I read this book, and it's by I'm going to murder his last name, Dylan Tomine. Sure, it's published by uh, Patagonia. Okay. So he talks about headwaters, uh, something like that. Yeah. Regardless, he's a he's a salmon fisherman, okay. right? Die hard for years. Goes through all these like quarrels and tribulations of like. It's called Headwaters. Okay. You were right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my wife just dropped it next to me. So the, basically the book is about him. It has a bunch of fishing stories in it, so it's really, really cool. But it, he goes through his life of like how he kind of processes fishing. And at one point about like three quarters of the way through the book, he starts talking about catch and release. And he's hmm. like, oh, I'm this like – higher power on this like catch and release fisherman and he's like i started thinking about that and it's like i stab a fish in the face for fun and then i release it <laughs> and hope for the best yeah like chances are meh. like a trout release rate what's a trout release rate yeah it's not high no no i mean there's some there's you some gotta be a purist <laughs> yeah no you know what i mean it's like really he got into that part of it he did Huh. That's what that's what brought this topic up in my. That's why I was wondering why you brought this thing up, and so I was like, like "Come so on like, now!" So, like the topic that, um, kind of, what he said was is like you know, catch and release is necessary. Yeah, you know it's it's one hundred percent necessary. Yeah. Is it though? I mean, fishing populations are. Fishing fish populations are down due to loss of habitat, just like hunting populations. Like, go in a tackle shop, right? Let's go down to uh, Rusty Hooks when Shane Lineberger, Todd Alton, all those jokers are down there and just be like, hey, what was Lake Wiley like in the 90s? Just ask them. Just ask them. 
But is it worse because of Habitat, or is it worse because they've seen every lure named a man? Mm. Also, if we're going off this line of thinking, yep. Every time you kill a deer, it's a hundred percent mortality rate. <laughs> yeah, but the 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 idea is that it's it's morally and ethically wrong to willingly hurt an animal and not take its life. Like you're hurting it for fun. Tyler, let me ask you a question. So you literally Tyler, just let me ask you a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> like hold, on hold on. I'm gonna uh, hold on. I got a point to make here. Okay. So, so you're gonna tell me that you just contradicted your argument? What do you mean, Bean? What? What do you mean? What do I mean? You just contradicted your argument about you, catch and release. Well, I wasn't saying I'm for catch and release. I'm just saying it he's made saying me that question. <laughs> he's saying it made me question whether or not catch. And, he's like, the whole argument is that catch and release needs to happen because there's a loss of fishing, like, like there's a loss of fishing area, right, due to fish farming and all this stuff that happens in the Pacific Northwest and like, you know, construction here where the river gets muddy as shit and fish can't live in that water or whatever. And then on top of that, like, it's also kind of morally unethical to, like, catch a fish and not eat it because you've already, like, stabbed it in the face. Might as well go ahead and kill it. Okay, here's my question to you. Here's my answer to you. (laughs) Okay. If I had a harpoon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jeez. (laughs) Would you rather me stab you to death with it or, like, stab you in the leg? All right, for selfish reasons, <laughs> I'd rather you to like shoot me in the leg. That's what I'm saying. And then I get to swim away. Yeah, with one leg and two arms. Yeah, one leg and two arms. Yeah, because I Wait, got one that's jacked up from a harpoon. <laughs> but I'm not saying that's because that doesn't happen with a fish. But if we're going off that line of thinking, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I hear just, you. My my whole goal with this was just to like provoke <laughs> provoke some thought that was because it was kind of because to me I'm like oh you know I'm sitting on my high throne I'm like oh I 90 percent catch and release there's there's yeah. unless I catch a striper right. or I'm fishing salt like chances are the fish is going back I'm just doing it for for the shits and gigs you know what I mean right I'm, I'm just out there having a good time with my buddies mm-hmm. but. The way he like described it is like you know it's kind of it's kind of effed up. If you take the fact that like you know everybody wants to say oh fish don't have feelings this that and the other no, I don't know that I'm not a scientist right. I've heard it a million times, but I've heard it from fishermen. How believable you, are fishermen? fishermen have you ever heard a fish scream? Have you ever heard a fish talk? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard a deer scream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. That's it's uh, terrible. I was about to say it's mortifying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awful. That's what I'm saying. So, like, well, well like I mean, just I because walk- they can't express themselves in some way, and they're a fish, not like a mammal. I, I mean, don't they, know. I mean, they say plants feel things. Why? Mm. Why doesn't it fish? I mean, I'm not saying they don't feel it. I'm just like. I'm riding the top of the fence, right? I'm not on the left. I'm not on the right. So what are you thinking? Well, it depends, right? Okay, so me being me being the bass guy, right? Bass tournament guy. It. So you catch think and it, release you is think the it's deal. ethical in the middle of summer? I don't. 
in 90 degree weather. No, definitely not. To carry it around in a live well. To carry it either. It's not. To beat up a fish in a live well. It's not. All day just to go weigh it and take a picture of it to throw it back in the water. Absolutely. And it's not. So so why do you do it? Why do you do it? I still get to put it back in the water. Does it always survive? Because I can tell you. We've had fish die together. I I can tell you there have been times where like the gills were moving. I got to weigh my fish and cash my check. And when I put them jokers back in the water, they went belly up. I mean, yeah, that's that's the sad side of it. But that's why I then, also... Then why is it, like, socially acceptable? Well, okay, so, like... I think there's... Right, a- the MLF the MLF program, just since we're on the bass fishing subject. Okay. Right. Um, it's boring, by way, the way. It is boring. It's absolutely boring. They could do things to better it, and they're working towards that. But in the fact that you put a fish in the boat, you weigh it, you put it back. Yeah. Fish still die. Fish still do die. Yes. But how many big females have we collectively pulled off the bed and drug several miles down the lake to weigh and then throw back in several miles from their bed? I mean, at least in the MLF tournament, they weigh it, they put it back, it swims right back on its bed. Yeah. I mean, I, yep, sure. Um, but there's a lot of things I've done tournament fishing I'm not so proud of. I mean, me either. I've dumped a monster down a fish's throat to make sure it flopped for the way. And I mean, we're all guilty of it, right? Yeah. Anybody I mean, that's <laughs> tournament fishing. Everybody, every tournament bass fisherman you know has got a sun drop or a mountain deer. He's got some carbonated, caffeinated beverage in his boat to make a fish hmm. survive through weighing. Interesting. It also stops. I did, not, I did not know that. It also stops bleeding. Really? 100%. Hmm. You want a fish to stop bleeding, pour sun drop down his throat, he'll stop. And it sucks for the fish, don't get me wrong. That's the that's where I'm on the left side of the fence, right? It's not so good for it. Um but in in the task of fishing, right? Yeah. You're gonna hook something in the face, you're gonna bring it into you, and then the majority of the time you're gonna release it. And it'll it'll be fine. I don't necessarily agree with leaving hooks in something. Yeah. With the whole, yeah. oh, it'll rust out in a couple day mentality. <laughs> yeah. um, what about a turtle? <laughs> have you ever tried to pull a hook out of a snapping turtle? Yeah, yeah, I watched Andrew do They're it. They're mean. <laughs> I watched Andrew do it. He'd never seen one because he's from California. I and he's will, like, I would like, rather <laughs> leave a hook in a snapping turtle than lose a finger. <laughs> he goes, he goes. It's just like a shark, though. I mean, yeah. you, just, you just cut the hook as... Close as you can That's get what to the we did. Barb. But the thing is, he's like, go find a stick. I'm like, a stick ain't doing nothing. <laughs> no. And so he stuck the, the butt end of the fish, yeah. in the, or the fishing rod in there, and so it ripped the end of the fishing rod off. It busted the yeah, end of the fishing rod. Yeah. And he just cut the end of it off the snout. I was like, dude, watch your fingers. I was yeah. like. Well, that's what, when we were out there, we baited that carp hole and went and fished. We were pulling yeah. and snapping turtles. And yeah. there was one, I was like, no, I'm not leaving the hook in and I'm pulling it out. <laughs> and I was sitting over the pair of pliers rolling the hook out. And it yeah. literally was like within millimeters of snapping my knuckle. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It can keep the hook. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll rust out. That's self-preservation right, right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turtles but how, sometimes are but karma, which are great. Tell, t- tell me this. Yeah. How do you rate your personal pain <laughs> or life over wildlife? I mean, 
Yeah. I got a question. Have you ever been hooked? Have ever yes. been hooked? I have. <laughs> yeah, I've been hooked by multiple Brandon. Times, yeah. By Brandon. Yeah. Oops. Multiple I don't times. Think I have been <laughs> Oops. Hey, is that the same hat? You got some you got some hook scars on that hat? No, it's a different <laughs> hat. But he did. He buried a treble hook in my hat. It's a miracle it didn't bury my skull. If he wouldn't have that man bun, he would have been done. Well, I'm just saying, have you ever gotten into skin from somebody? Oh yeah, no. Yeah. He's done yeah. that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, Josh yeah. did that too. It's you. not fun. Oh well, the two times on Josh's boat was myself. But yeah. you live, right? Um, yeah, I still got a scar. But <laughs> I, I mean, lived. but like, <laughs> if you were just out there living your life and somebody <laughs> just like snatched you up, threw you in this dark box, <laughs> went eighty miles an hour, yeah. and beat you up in this box all day. That's why I don't bass fish. I'm against this. <laughs> I think you don't bass fish because you're just not that good of a fish. I just think you're not against it. You haven't done it. Good yeah, argument, though. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't like to fish for. I don't like fishing for trout in the summertime, especially. I mean, at lower elevations, it's just it's unethical to to fish them. Everything in North Carolina is lower elevations. Yeah, you can get them to high country. Oh, high country. Yeah, 3, I, got, I got a little feet. thermometer, man. I'll stick it right in the water and see if it's cold yeah. enough. If it, uh, if it shrivels up, it's cold enough. Yeah. <laughs> Go way steep and then, like, yep, it's cold enough. <laughs> it's more like, yep, it's cold yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 exactly. Voice gets a little higher <laughs> But I mean, like, I mean, the 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 rule I've always used is if you're if you're fishing in the summertime, yeah, use a heavier rod and a heavier line so you can play the fish quicker. Man, them them trout I catch, they don't have a chance. I hook set them, they fly into the net. <laughs> yeah, because you donkey haul them. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, it's just like whoosh. <laughs> I mean, you win some, you lose some. That's why I went to a glass rod. Everybody's yeah, talking about yeah. fast tips. I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, you slow it down but a little bit. That's unethical. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I swear to God, we were fishing a bass tournament. He swung on a jig fish. Yeah. And had it went over the boat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, there was that one. He pulled over the boat and then flipped in the boat. And then there was another one he swung on. And it's a good thing that the lure snapped off because it would have came in the boat with a set of lips on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like swinging for the fences. Okay, here's here's one. What about trash fish? Trash. What do you do with those trash fish? What do you yeah, consider trash fish? Yeah, <laughs> like a, a red soldier or like a knobby head. Oh, I release them. Oh, do you? Yeah. I release them at the back of my buddy's head, whoever I'm fishing with. Jeez. <laughs> like the little minnows. Yeah. Yeah, they're trash fish. Yeah. That's what that's what your trout eat, though. That's what the big trout are eating. Like red I horse mean, suckers and stuff like that. It's just kind of funny when you fling them at the back of somebody's head. Yeah, that was a trout's dinner. <laughs> yeah, now it's floating around easier. Yeah. All right, so, we're like, getting, what about... Looks what about we're unethical over what here. What about, like... <laughs> Perch or brim fishing, yep. right? If we're on the way to a catfish tournament, we're like snatch them out of the water with no regard of their life. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me just. Okay. So we're catching this fish. Using then hook fish. it, <laughs> hook it in its butt, <laughs> tie it to a weight. I'm talking about cutting it. Oh, I'm you're talking, talking about throw it on the deck, let it flop and die, cut it. You know, if we were eating the catfish we caught. And we're just trying to weigh them. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be unethical. But the fact that mind. we're going to flop around a perch 
life to then life. catch a catfish <laughs> and then release the catfish and then release the catfish <laughs> at the end of the night. That's it's a little of an, that's a little like, holier than thou situation, right? But I mean, like, the catfish hypo- would eat it anyways. I mean, it would, but like hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> we're like, all right, me and Brandon want to go fish, but yeah. the girls are like, no, we absolutely have to do something together. We take them on the boat and we go perch fishing. Because it's fun, right? Yeah. You get on a school of perch, you drop a hook, you pull it up. It's got one or two perch on it, and you unhook them and send them back out. Like, that's yeah. ethical towards a perch. Right. And it's fun that way. But then also, you put us on the boat on the way catching bait for a catfish tournament, and it's like, let them flop around. Oh, man, it's like mass chaos when we're catching bait. It, it's it, fun. It's, it is nuts. Because we're trying to catch a hundred pieces in like twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's it's You're just ripping them. Not not a hundred lives, hundred pieces. We just call them pieces at that point. <laughs> yeah. They're just pieces of bait. <laughs> well, it depends because some are live, some are you know two fillets and a head. Yeah, some are flappers. It yeah. just depends on how you want to do it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, some some of those you get like seven baits out of. I feel like we're all sitting here talking about the unethicalness. <laughs> we are we are we i got some unethical looks from the couch <laughs> yeah. but it's like also i mean it's eleven thirteen on a monday night you're gonna yeah, get all sorts yeah, of looks from that couch yeah, yeah. It, it also <laughs> depends on what you're fishing for though because like you hold that life in no regard and then you go for a trout and you catch this like beautiful <laughs> like you catch the phantom right yeah. you catch the phantom in the summer yeah but when you're gonna want to put them back nice yeah Exactly, and have like uber regard for his life to where. Well, I mean that's where like, you could also say is catch and keep ethical. I mean, I feel like there's rules against catch and keep. There's not rules against catch and release. Yeah, but I feel like catch and keep. And correct. How many? How many? I mean, that's that's at the discretion of the DNR. Yeah, you know why there's rules about it. (laughs) Because people are unethical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, th- you throw red horse suckers at your friends, Ben, and you're talking. Yeah, you're talking to me about unethicalness. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me about it. When's the last time I kept a trout? <laughs> the other thing is like <laughs> with catching, catching release. Right? People get on a high horse. Mm-hmm. Like it is. You oh, I've never kept and killed a fish. You haven't ever. No, I'm just saying that's like their high horse, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I tournament bass fish. I never are keep you, fish. Are you yeah. on the Lake Norman uh, fishing page? Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. There's there's all these people that like get on there, and they, they get the lulls out of it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. They jump on there, and they like post, because, you know, there's no limit on spotted bass there now. Right. Because they're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm totally people down for that. mad for it. Well, like, they'll post a, you know, just a, Big pile pick. Yeah. And it's like catch and release to the grease or something. And all of these bass fishermen just get on there and are upset. And I'm like, yeah. man, that's their that's their legal right. You can't really yeah. Did, I did right. not know how to feel about it. We fished a tournament. It was a night tournament on Norman. And we ended up catching. We probably had 12 fish in the live well. We were catching there them wasn't so a fast. There was one of them over a pound and a half. <laughs> but we were catching them so fast, there was no time to cull. I yeah. couldn't even it was throw it. It was throw it in the live well and cast again. We probably caught 20 fish in about five minutes. It was wow. ridiculous. And but then you figured out which ones were heaviest. 
No, we just we went. We, we just got to the ramp. yeah. <laughs> we got to the ramp and was like, "What's the biggest five? I don't know these ones." <laughs> well, then there was a guy up there running the tournament. Had a cooler. He was like, "Man, I clean them and eat them." Yeah. Like, you can he, have them. So basically, you would show up to weigh in. You would put your fish in the basket. Anything that was a spot, he yeah. was throwing in the cooler to keep. Wow. And so, like, we get up there, we weigh five spotted bass, <laughs> nice. and he was like, "You can just dunk those in the cooler." And I was like, "Well, shit, we got ten more in the live ones." <laughs> Good, we man. Got, we got you, bro. <laughs> but I was like so shocked when we pulled up there, and I was like, "What are you do? like?" I've always heard bass is terrible. What are you doing? Yeah, no, he was like, "No, it's hey, like a delicacy." Hey like, man, let me tell you something about some spotted bass. Are they good? They I've never the, tried. They're them. on the level of striper. Really? Oh hmm. yeah, they're good. We they're might better. be. We might be keeping some spotted bass. <laughs> now, I, uh, see, I think that's another thing about. There's more ethics in catching a striper and killing it to eat it than there is well, to like, cutting it up to catch catfish. See, here's my thing about striper. Every place that we fish for striper, they are planted. It's like going to a grocery store. Uh, those, I hear you, those but fish, that's also saying that you can walk out at any time of the year and kill a wild turkey in North Carolina. They were planted to rejuvenate the population. Yeah, but striper never naturally existed in our lakes and reservoirs. They Never. That's a big word. They didn't. <laughs> We're talking about all of time. All, all of time, they didn't exist. This far inland, they did not. They ran, Striper run approximately 20 miles to spawn up a river. That sounds like a Google fact. Approximately. Look it up. <laughs> it's probably on Wikipedia. Probably. Well, that's why I've they say they can't the spawn. Page the reason I know 20 miles is because they claim that they can't spawn in Norman because the river's not long enough. They do spawn. River's in not Norman. short enough. The river's not long enough. They don't have far enough to run. Oh, okay. I think that's a crock of crap, but I think it is too. Norman's <laughs> like huge. <laughs> huh? Have you ever ran all the way up the Yes. To like look out or whatever the next river we is have. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long huh. run. Long, long rod. It's a really long run when it's raining and you're in <laughs> Oh, sure. A 17-foot bass boat that Brandon's rebuilt the motor three times, and <laughs> you almost fall out of it. Hey, that seat was secured. <laughs> yeah, well, the sure. seat was not. <laughs> I've ridden in a boat with My you. fat ass was also <laughs> not like, secure. Mm, I need something to hold on to here. <laughs> I don't know what you are talking just about. Full that was board a hell of a boat. Time. I wish you would have never got rid of that boat. <laughs> yeah, we had a blast in that boat. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago in New Mexico, uh the DNR was uh, paying people to catch brown trout. Yeah, because they're they're invasive. They're invasive, in, they're invasive yep. in the U.S. And they were eating everybody like all the natural as the, as the greatest thing in the world. They're invasive. They're Dude, invasive they were, AF. They were paying out per fish, and I was like, I'm gonna go retire in Mexico, New Mexico, <laughs> just go fish <laughs> yeah. all the time. Like I got another one. <laughs> just gonna get paid for catching <laughs> yeah, brown trout. Yeah, so <laughs> let me. I mean, let if me, it's five dollars a fish. Let me let me fill you some out on this, right? Eat, some days I might not. What about the snakeheads? Putting a bounty on them. Right. Like so the life of a fish is precious, but the snakehead's so invasive and so aggressive. <laughs> the snakehead's not really that aggressive that invasive or that aggressive. Ah it's not though. It's Once there's there's an initial spike of adjustment and then the areas that have them, like Pennsylvania, New York, all those places, it levels out. They're fine. They don't they don't cohabitate with native fish because they live so shallow. 
it's it's not a it's not a huge situation like everybody wants to make it out to be. They're mean and they're scary because they can live on land for like forty eight hours. They can kind of like wiggle across land barriers what and stuff was that? like that. They can wiggle across <laughs> land barriers. <laughs> um, yeah, so like if you watch the YouTube portion of this, you'll see that yeah, I just you did just like see a, the wiggle. <laughs> I'll just I just did a little bit of a wiggle, but um Yeah, no, it's like I don't know, man. It's like I really don't think the snakehead now, I'll tell you what is an issue. Your the what is it? The Eurasian carp or whatever. Oh the yeah, jumping the carp. jumping carp. Oh that, God, those are killing people. That's a problem. That is one hundred percent a problem. Snakeheads, I, I, you couldn't get me on that board. Have you, have you seen the people in like Louisiana that'll go net? run the river <laughs> yeah. on a dam? Yeah, they'll, awesome. they'll run the river on a wakeboard it with a like net. Fun, man. And it's <laughs> like how many people? How many can you catch before you fall down? Yeah, the the basketball goal one's my favorite, where they're towing yes. a basketball yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gotta flip it in there. Yeah, that yeah, seems like fun. Okay, so is that like, ethical? Till you get hit with like I mean, a ten I don't pound really fish. Know. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though, I would love to see every single one of those going because they've messed up every. Con- what is that? The Tennessee River chain and Kentucky, Kentucky Lake, and all those. Well, I mean, see, I think, I think all those. Our argument comes back to how much value we place on a fish. Yeah. It depends on the fish. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I chuck I don't like the taste soldiers. of trout. I really don't. I could care less about you. Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy. I really don't like the taste of trout. I put a trout. really high price on bass because I like to catch them over Well, that's over what I'm again. saying. It's either a sport fish. You know, it's a, it's a, there's what a value What makes a fish a sport that. fish? I don't know. If it's I mean, a you sport. You could fish for... Anything. Because I'm going to tell you they what. They don't do brim tournaments. He likes to fish for suckers when we're fishing for trout. Yeah, I mean, he does. Um, <laughs> I do. He's, he's, I spent like half a day doing that. <laughs> yeah, he's usually yeah. the only sucker in the trout stream, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but ask Brandon, who was a half a foot away from me, also flipping at the same suckers. Right. Because them suckers yeah, were I big. Like, I like big to catch suckers. a carp species. That's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's my problem with sport. Sport fish, right? Like the North Carolina wildlife breaks it down into two categories. Non-sport fish, which usually have like really high limits and nobody cares about, i.e. your brim, right? Um, Carp, gar. Are you sure there's not a limit on brim? There is, but it's high. Uh, As far as the daily, there's a size limit too, though. No, there's not. Mm, I'm pretty sure there is. 100% not. There's a size limit on crappy. There's 100% not a size limit on brim. Bluegill, whatever. I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah. We'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah, write that down. Regardless. Um, so what makes a bass more sporting than, say, a catfish or a carp? Which They're harder to catch. Are they? Mm. I'll tell you what. I've spent the last the last three or four times I've been on a boat, I've been chasing carp with Anderson on the fly rod. On a fly rod. That's a hard joker to catch. Yeah, chase a bass on a fly rod. It's a hard joker to catch. Nope. We've caught bass since we've we've caught bass goofing off trying to catch carp. I'm I mean uh, uh, Yeah, that, I uh, hear you. <laughs> but also take conventional tackle and go do both. Conventional tackles for weenies. I mean yeah. But you can't, you can't you can't one hundred percent You can't base I'm your converted. last three yeah. you can't base your last three trips on a, a Tough conditions because you were doing fly, not conventional. 
I because mean, one of those three I mean, if trips, I would have went and threw corn in the water and threw some bait on top of it, sure, I would have caught carp. Exactly. But, but if like, you went and threw a damn... That's not very sporting now, is it? Well, if you go throw a willow blade spinner bait and catch a big bass... Uh, well, I mean, potato, potato, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think... Final thoughts. I mean, if there's a... If there's a law about how many you can keep, I think it shows that it's more, there's more, more there's more, yeah. I mean, that's part of it, Uh but it's, people have less ethics about keeping more fish than they do releasing fish. Do you think North Carolina could have a great trout fishery if it wasn't seven fish a day? Probably. Because we have the rivers. Do Do you know, do you not think the population grows to like set up for that what do you mean like as far as um did you see that like evolve it evolves for it right did you see that video that he sent a couple weeks or like dude, what, last week the, the dude, dude with the cast net and the davidson yeah he was he was cast netting trout in the davidson river so for every person that abides by those limits and of I'm, seven and i'm pretty sure he was in the wild trout water yeah <laughs> like he was like i'm fairly certain yeah i mean i fished the wild trout water which is highly regulated it's like single, he hook, was just standing. single hook no barb fly only you name it there are all sorts of regulations up there to keep people from ruining doing it. that yeah because it is like one of the most natural wild like that's one of the places that has them everybody hates the davidson because it gathers a crowd because of the campground but I love the Davidson because yep. every time I go there, I have an encounter with a giant brown or a giant rainbow. That's wild. That's wild. Wild fish. Yeah. And they're, you know, 20 inches. And this I guy's... Just, this I just guy, think, yeah. So you just... You don't think that the species adapts to so, the take? No, I don't. No, heck no. I do think, I do think you could maybe argue that keeping a balanced population is more beneficial because if there's too many predators and not enough prey, like then that's not a healthy population. It's just like deer, right? If you don't take enough does and buck, like cull bucks or whatever out of the system, then the bucks with the good genetics don't have, they don't have the, the stuff well, you, to eat. You don't end up with good bucks. Right. They don't, they don't have any, there's too much competition. But in a trout stream, every deep hole that you run into might have three fish in it, four fish, five fish. The really good holes might have ten. And it's like there's not that much competition in a trout stream because it's already so hard to live at, <laughs> you know, 5,000 yeah. feet elevation where you're <laughs> eating bugs. Yeah. like, And you can't go anywhere sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those places we fish where it's like, I don't even know how that fish got there. I don't either. They're downstream for sure. But it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Or somebody threw them in there, like they were trying to hit the back of somebody's head. And so, so Ben, what, what are your final, them. what are your final thoughts? I, I think it's. Have you rethought your? At no, all? not at all. No, <laughs> no so, not so at all. what is your your final stance? My final stance is that it's ethical to catch and release. Okay. Is there any doubt in your mind that it's unethical? Do you understand where people come from? I do understand where they're coming from. And you don't I just think, think it's, it's I think it's you think it's more ethical to catch or at least because you feel like you're taking care of the environment. Yeah. Even though 50% of the fish you catch might not survive. 
Might not. So Might it's higher not. than so 50. what's your actual? It's percentage? higher than fifty. I don't know what the it's actual. It's more than half. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing here, right? Like, <laughs> but there is there is some ratio of fish that you yeah, catch. Yeah, they die. It goes back release. into the ecosystem. I mean, just sooner than expected. Something else eats it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are your final thoughts? Uh I I think I'm with Ben on this one. I mean, it does like the ones you kill go back to the ecosystem. That sounds like I've, a cop I've, out. Oh well, no, I mean I've caught. You just go back sooner. <laughs> sounds like a yeah. cop out. I've, ca- I've caught a Express handful of bass. See, see what happens is, is it turns into fish fertilizer. Yeah, uh, then I've that feeds a, I've the trees. I've caught a handful of bass that I would like to catch again that didn't necessarily do too well after weighing. <laughs> I mean, there's one I know. But then also, he was so dead he sunk. But then also. You go catch a catfish that probably ate that and gained a couple pounds. So, I mean, it's 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 like natural selection, right? You're dumb enough to bite the lure, then Do you think that makes it harder to fish though? Like if like you kill fish? Like if it's a if it's a genetic disposition to be tricked into eating a lure and then you catch all the ones that like want to eat a lure? Then does fishing not get tougher because the ones that survive are the ones that are like, no, that's stupid. So you're that's saying definitely there's more not... luck involved in fishing. No, what I'm saying is, is like, there could be we could be screwing Genetic ourselves skill. in the future. <laughs> there's no luck involved in this conversation. Are, are you sure? <laughs> it sounds like you're pushing luck on fishing. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm talking about Darwinism here. Like <laughs> one fish, like one breed of fish is more likely to bite a lure, so we catch that fish, and then. We catch and release them. Well, if 60% of those fish don't make it, then they're not in the breeding population anymore. So, hypothetically, that means that there are 40% of those genes going back into the gene pool. So, now there's 60% more of the genes that aren't. This is too much math for 1130. Well, yeah. that, would be, that would be 100% of the fish don't want to bite a lure. No, that would be 60% this year, and then 40% get killed again, and then. No, Regardless 60, of the math, do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> okay, here? this is why I'm the math guy. <laughs> I do understand what you're saying, but this is why I'm the math guy. <laughs> so eventually, you end up with this arc where it's like only 10 percent of the fish actually are stupid enough to bite a lure. So therefore, everybody says the fishing's awful. If you're lucky enough to trick them into biting, no, no tricking. <laughs> it's it's no tricking. It's like it's definitely more luck. But is fishing. it ethical? It doesn't matter. Ethics or not, it's luck. I think it's just a crock of shit, man. Do it, do whatever you want to do. I do, I do think the guy has some good points. I mean, philosophically, if I sat down and like thought about it without wanting to do it again, maybe. I'm still, I'm still riding the fence. I'm on both sides. It depends. So, on what I'm so on you're, both sides. so you're on the side of the fence that you're on, just out of personal gain. Yep. Okay. <laughs> At least you're honest. Hey, man. I, I mean, like, like catch and release. I like the fish, too. I mean, Why not if, eat them? If the fish could scream, that'd be one thing I pull a trout on. There's a hook in my face. Yeah, I'm gee. like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would definitely traumatize some kids. Yeah, yeah, especially like a little you know, <laughs> fingerling, and it's going, <laughs> Man, I hooked, I hooked a fish last, last weekend. We were up we were up in the mountains and I hooked this fish and I set the hook and 
It went into the tree behind you. I swear to God, that <laughs> fish was two inches long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, He hooked him. the fish and set the hook. He said, hey, the dry fly went under. I said, Oh, that's him. And I did a little, a little crossover downstream yeah. set. And that fish came out of the water, yeah. <laughs> came off the hook, and, and hit the rock up under my feet. And then I had to like climb down the rock and flick him back in the water. <laughs> I had to like push him back in the water. Yeah, he's like upside down, kicking him. Like, there's no way that fish makes it. You're right. Catch and release is so much more ethical. <laughs> That's catch and release right there. He had a quick draw for the net, hoping to catch it. Yeah, well, back here. Well, boys and girls, this is me behind him, like a pitcher, a catcher. All right, set it. Got it. Strike. Ah! Well, boys and girls, this has been the podcast on catch and release ethics. Clearly, we don't have the same opinion. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Thank you for listening. I still don't know what side of the fence I'm on. <laughs> and good night. <laughs>